this edition of So Important. I've done quite a few of these shows now. Sometimes I do them remotely at a club or in an office. Sometimes I use an elaborate system to talk with somebody who may be at the other end of the country. Sometimes all I have to do is look right up the street and there's someone who has done something so interesting and so fascinating that I just say to myself, that's somebody I've got to talk to. And that's the case today. My guest today is Mr. Ben Kana, or I should say my guest today is Dr. Ben Kana. He is a newly minted PhD. He has written a dissertation that has a chance to really help a lot of people. I want to get his story out and share it with all of you. So welcome to the show. Well, thank you, Monty. I'm happy to be here. Well, good. I'm happy to have you. And I'm wondering if you could tell people a little bit about who you are and how you came to the topic that you wrote about. Well, I've been a psychiatric nurse for my whole career. I've uh, worked in addictions treatment for a number of years at NIH. And during that time, um, I noticed that the patients especially remembered and enjoyed the humorous presentations that were given, so much to the point where I started drawing cartoons related to uh, 12-step recovery and addiction recovery principles. With these cartoons, uh, I noticed the patients also enjoyed those, and I was able to convey uh, these principles of 12-step recovery uh, from addiction in a way that was unique and funny. And uh, with that, I thought of researching the subject. And so I began a PhD program, and in that, my dissertation was Humor in Recovery. And why don't you tell people the specific topic of your thesis? Well, the specific topic is uh, Humor in Opioid Recovery. So what I focused on were was the substance use disorder of opiates, and the effects of humor, both the more the experience of humor in subjects, uh, both prior to, uh, recovery, meaning while they were actually using substances, early recovery, and then later recovery. Some of my subjects actually had, uh, several years of sobriety. And what was your overall conclusion from this work that you did? Well, that humor is, has a lot of very positive effects, uh, both personally for these, uh, subjects and socially. It provides many function, social functions that enhance, uh, relationships while they are forming new, uh, recovery based relationships. And you tie this to the opioid crisis. With that being such a, uh, devastating illness and crisis at this time, I thought it was important to specify opioids rather than addiction in general. Has there been a lot of work looking into this question of humor as part of the treatment? Uh, very little, as a matter of fact. Uh, humor has been researched in other mental health disorders, such as anxiety disorders, with the relief one feels when they laugh. Um, with mood disorders, particularly depression, with uh, as far as lifting one's spirits up. And believe it or not, two unique areas where humor's also been researched pretty extensively is with uh, cancer patients getting through very 
difficult treatments and bonding with their caregivers and with uh, dementia patients getting through the, uh, the trials that they go through, but not in addictions. Very little research has been done in that area. So talk a little bit more about the relationship between humor and the addiction aspect specifically. The reward center in the brain uh, is very important when we're looking at uh, both humor and addiction. With addiction, uh, there's a process called neuroadaptation. Uh, what that is, is the brain becoming acclimated to the drugs, the opioids, and actually the reward center being hijacked by the opioids, meaning that when a user use opioids, the dopamine is uh, levels become very high and they depend on the opiates to feel pleasure. This, in turn, will diminish natural rewards very um, uh, slowly over time. The user will uh, experience less pleasure with natural rewards such as sex, food, uh, nurturing, um, nature, those types of things to the point where uh, their soul uh, dependence, that neuroadaptation develops to uh, depending on the opiates alone to feel any pleasure at all. Did you work with a number of people in while doing this research, a number of addicts? Yes, I, I interviewed about 15 uh, individually, and then I conducted a focus group, um, both uh, to the point of reaching saturation, that is, to once the information began to really start repeating itself, uh, I went on to analysis and conclusions. And how did you test your thesis uh, along the way as you were working with these individuals? It was a qualitative study, so I developed codes and themes and uh, had my uh, thesis chair go over my results with me, and we determined what themes were important, uh, what themes were consistent throughout the subjects and throughout the uh, focus group. I also... Uh, conducted some observations. I attended uh, dozens of 12-step recovery meetings, including Alcoholics Anonymous and Narcotics Anonymous, and observed for instances of humor, the what precipitated the humor, the laughter, categorized the different types of humor that uh, caused the laughter. And I also attended several events after meetings, social gatherings after meetings. It's uh, pretty common at these meetings for a subset of the group to meet at a coffee shop or a restaurant and sort of to continue the socialization and, and conversations there. So I was able to attend several of those and make observational notes. And what do you think it is about humor itself that is so important to helping these people? Humor allows the individual to uh, reframe issues and problems they're having with laughter, to take a second look at their issues, to share and compare common issues that they're having and help them each other get through them. So it's the relief 
of laughter. The relief theory of humor actually involves the uh, um, release of tension and the reappraisal of difficult situations in one life in a, uh, in a way that is more digestible. Also, the social aspects, the interpersonal relationships, uh, friendships de- seem to develop much stronger when humor was involved and they could support each other through playful interaction through humor. So you've done this study. I'm assuming it's been very well received. Yes. And what what kind of comments have you gotten on it? Uh, so there's a lot of enthusiasm that perhaps uh, um, humor, particularly humor interventions, could be incorporated into treatment programs and recovery programs to enhance the uh, uh, recovery process in these individuals. What are you going to do to help help make that happen? Well, uh, like I said in the beginning, I draw 12-step recovery cartoons. I have published, self-published a couple books of cartoons. Um, these cartoons are organized according to each one of the 12 steps and 12 traditions adapted from Alcoholics Anonymous, and I believe that they serve a place to educate and add levity to the recovery process. So I would like to uh, expand those efforts in recovery cartoons. I also have an interest in measuring the recovery process. So I'd like to do some research into actually... um, seeing if there are changes from early recovery to later recovery. For instance, as somebody coming into 12-step program with under a year sobriety and comparing humor styles that they enjoy to old-timers or people that have been in the program for, let's say, over five years and seeing if there isn't some growth uh, in the recovery process. My hypothesis would be that there are mal- there are adaptive styles of humor, such as one is called affiliative humor, which is the uh, sharing of humor for enjoyment, and the other adaptive style is um, self-enhancing humor. You know, I'm so great, ha ha ha. That kind of humor is both thought of as adaptive. There are maladaptive fo- styles of humor, including. Uh, aggressive humor, making fun of people or uh, racial or sexist kind of jokes. My hypothesis is that as individuals grow in their recovery, their preference for the more adaptive styles, affiliative and self-enhancing humor, will grow, and that the uh, self-defeating and the aggressive humor will diminish. And one of the things that you had mentioned to me earlier is that a number of the uh, addicts that you were working with had gone to comedy clubs. And they had had a very positive experience through that. That's true. Uh, most of the subjects reported experiencing humor very early in their recovery process, once completely abstinent. 
they reported that while using opiates the last several years of their addiction, they found very little funny. They did not enjoy humor. It was, they described it as being a full-time job, finding the drugs, using the drugs, finding money for more drugs, hiding the use from others, et cetera, et cetera. And most of them reported that once they got completely clean and sober and involved in these 12-step programs, the floodgates of humor seemed to open. They seemed to laugh at people and enjoy laughter. They said it reminded them of when they were a kid, experiences that they hadn't had in years. There was a subset of individuals, however, that uh, had a difficult time appreciating humor in the beginning of their recovery. However, it was very interesting that these three or four individuals said early on in recovery, a couple months into going to meetings and being completely abstinent, they went to a comedy show with friends from the program. And they reported that it was that event where they experienced enjoying humor for the first time, and they have been ever since. So I thought that was a very unique finding in that they, uh, these subjects had that commonality, that they, they were didn't enjoy humor at first, but that triggering event of going out to a comedy club uh, was a very profound, cathartic experience for them. What you've written about, you're not saying it's a panacea. You're saying that it's something that can help. Exactly. Uh, you know, the neuroscience has actually measured and indicated that uh, neuroplasticity of the brain is possible. This neuroadaptation, the, the damage that was done, the hijacking of the rewards, reward center can be reversed. And it's through natural rewards that this process of healing can happen. And I believe that humor can play a big part in that. Well, I wish you all the luck with the work that you're doing. And it sounds like you have a path forward to help make some of these things happen. And congratulations. Well, thank you very much. It's been a pleasure. It's been very nice. Thank you. All right. Thank you.